welcome to the Cars Unfiltered podcast. Today we have a special event on this podcast. Uh, we have Mike this time. Yep. And myself. And we also have. Go ahead. And. Tara. Who are our significant others? This we we yes. have specially flown them in today for uh, a voices of reason um, in this this adventure, which actually I have had some interesting conversations from people about what we're doing uh, now that the truck runs. What are we doing? We're going. I mean, if people don't know, that's that's not my fault. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is my fault. Actually, it's it would be fault, my yeah. fault. It, it right? would be our fault. Yes. So doing so, we're driving a 1935 Ford pickup. Which you have gracefully tattooed on your arm there. Yeah. There's a, there's a yeah. tire, a tire mark. On it's pretty good, there. right? I it think is I'm, actually, gonna, I'm gonna get that tattoo if you ever you should. Yeah. Just take it in, and just like stencil that right in. It's good. Yep. Um. So, hey guys, this is what I want. Yeah. Exactly. We're driving a 1935 Ford pickup from Detroit to Washington State to Alaska and back to Canada to Detroit. Yes. That's what we're yes. doing. Yes, we are. Yeah. So, uh, so you've been getting interesting reactions. Yes, I've been getting interesting reactions from people. Now the truck's running. People seem to think that uh, that we're crazy. I've heard that word used a lot. I have heard that word a lot, yeah, when I tell people. Yep. Yeah. I've heard, um, what's some other one? A lot of, oh, that's nice. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A little bit of that. A couple, a couple people have said, oh, were those tr- trucks back then made to last that long? So that's 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 fun. That's heartening. Yeah, it's very, very um, heartening. Yeah, uh, which they are. Just FYI, they were they made to last. We're going to be driving twelve thousand miles, and those were originally off the factory. Came with what a nine thousand mile warranty. Uh, I highly doubt that, but it has a speedometer that goes to ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. So or odometer, so it's got to go at least that far. We all rolled the odometers over anyway, yeah, yeah. so that's so, at least a hundred thousand and. Two, three, four hundred thousand miles. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> as you can tell, we're we're not super prepared today. Uh, we're recording this on a rainy day after working on the truck a bunch. Mike's been putting in a ton of time, uh, and ton of time, ton of money, and been making progress. I've been kind of making progress. Yeah. We'll we'll see where it goes. But we do have a bed currently. We do. Yeah. Yes. We, Got all the gauges so well. Okay, we got the important gauges hooked up. Speedometer, namely. Yep. Um, Why is that important? We need to know how fast we're going. Oh, that's true. You know, like, it's a so it's a rally. It's a Tia, a time stage distance rally. So we kind of yeah. need to watch that. Yeah. So we need to know how fast we're going. And we're not allowed to use GPS and things. No. So we have to manually. Tom's gonna have to that. get pretty good at navigating in the next month. Good, <laughs> good luck. Right. Yes, I was gonna say that's worked out well for us in the past. But, while working on this truck, it's a little bit stressful right now, working on a, a general project car, having a project car around can sometimes be relaxing, can it, Tom? It can. It can. Why don't you tell them about your project truck? So, I re- recently purchased a uh, 1985 Ford F-250 in very rough shape. Uh, it runs and drives, though. It's geared to be able to pull mountains, as far as I can tell. It only it tops out at 55 miles an hour. So, Yeah. I'm, uh, I just got, the guy, the previous owner accidentally ran it into a tree, so I have some, uh, body work to do, 
and let me see what else. Oh, I got, but I got fenders for it already. I actually just picked up some tires today, and uh, headlights. And how much did you pay for those tires? Wheels and tires. Oh, I got five wheels and five tires, which are somewhat worn out. But they are well. Actually, the reason this is the whole thing. The reason I need to get tires is because the original ones are sixteen and a half inch rims, which you can pretty much only get like three different tires for. So this this is the whole thing with a project vehicle. There's like research, weird stuff you have to go find yeah. out that nobody cares about. Yep. Nope. Nobody yeah. cares about it. But it completely distracts you from your normal things in life that you you have to solve. Yep. Right. Yep. I thought wheels and tires were the same thing. Well, they can be separated in some cases. So pretty much all cases. You hope, you hope, yeah. Yeah. Um, not not so. What about skid steer tires? The solid ones. Can you separate those? Yeah. Oh, you glue them on. I guess they're yeah. Good they're the bonded, you know. Okay. Interesting. Anyway, so so yeah, having a project vehicle. Um, I work with computers pretty much all day, mostly every moment of my life. Now that I think about it, uh, so it's nice to including go. Including right now. Including right now. There's yeah. there's a computer in front here, and then there's computers, you know, in my hand. So. Um, so yeah, we're going to be posting this video on Instagram TV and Facebook, so I'm sorry if it's not uh, steady. Don't really have a good setup for that right now. But uh, but yeah, it's just nice having a project vehicle, something that's not crucial to get to A to B, and I can kind of solve problems, as different problems as time goes. It's just nice. Would you call your 85 a timeless vehicle, Tom? So actually, yes. Oh, why? You know why? You know why? Well, how would you like? Uh, do you know yeah. what an eighty-five F one F two fifty looks like? Not exactly, <laughs> but I bet it looks cool. Yeah, oh, sure, sure, sure. So <laughs> I have pictures of the actual one. <clears throat> Let me see. Well, don't show her though. Show her. No, yeah, we want to get one. I'll show you what it looks like. No, we want we want a good one. Well, actually, Here. so this yeah. Here, this is what it looks like. You can show. Oh no no no. Oh, oh! You took you oh, took yeah. a bunch of yeah, pictures. Wow. Uh -huh. and then, nice. Yeah, that's not what nice. I was. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's especially in that color. Tom, she doesn't think your your truck's timeless anymore. Which color? No, I'm sorry. I showed her this. I showed her this one. Timing. Oh, <laughs> that's like a classic color. It's that's like a pretty a, good looking truck. It's like a gray this, tan two tone. From this angle, no, it's not bad. Not into it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Somebody actually asked me this the other day. I was at the coffee shop. And um, her and her fiance, I'm not sure if they're married yet or not. Anyway, they, uh, they said, we, we would like to buy older cars, you know, just because in case, basically not exactly, you know, prepper level stuff, but, you know, they're simpler and stuff. So if something happens and in theory, they, uh, you know, can, can't be taken out by current EMP type police vehicles, right? And my truck. Why are you, are they paranoid? Are you guys paranoid, dude? We're, are you we're, conspiracy theorists? Um, don't answer that. I know you are. Yep, yep. You're about to find out on this trip just how much. Oh jeez. That's right. We're gonna run out of stuff to talk about oh, real quick, man. and I'm gonna open up the can. Oh, don't anybody give them any fodder. No, no additional conspiracy theories. Don't send them in. Yep. Uh, well, actually, if anybody wants, I can send them some. Don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about the level of stuff available. Um, oh, <laughs> But the uh, this actually this 1985 Ford is carbureted. I have not had a carbureted vehicle, and I don't know how long. Yeah, I was surprised to hear it was carbureted because in I thought you'd be proud. 
Well, I am, but in 75, or uh, 85, I'm sorry, is when the 460 went fuel-injected. So I had assumed by that point the 351 would be fuel-injected too, but maybe it was like later in the year that the 85 went fuel-injected, so you got like a mid-year or early model of your truck. I don't know. Well, actually, I know it's like June or something. Yeah. So yeah, it's an earlier one. Yeah. But yeah, so this truck is basically like, should be future-proof. Which is kind of interesting. Like, the interior, there's no touchscreen, there's no apps, there's no software to update, right? Which is nice. And the same... Doesn't, uh, doesn't the Bugatti not have any of that stuff to update? Yeah, how would you know that? I, somebody told me. I was, you know, I was talking to somebody, <laughs> and they just happened to mention it. So, I recently watched the Doug DeMiro video about the Bugatti Chiron. And it was kind of interesting, because the way that they approach the interior is that basically there's no... Um, any computers or controls in the vehicle are if they there is like LCD backing behind them it's very like specific to what that thing does it's not just general it's just a screen with software and stuff behind it because you know Dodge so like Dodge new Ram trucks have this gigantic screen and Tesla Model S's have this gigantic screen in them and that's great and it's very versatile like they can change stuff in there but as software progresses the computers and the processing behind them are not going to like stay current and be fast enough to do it, everything that they want them to do. So at some point, you're going to go in probably about 10 years after you buy your Tesla, and you're going to be like, I uh, would like a new screen, please, with faster computers. Same thing with the McLaren um, 570 and the 650S and 720S. All the same thing. Yeah, but still got so many sensors in the freaking engine management and transmission management and whatever system. There's got plenty of things that go wrong anyhow. So the well, yeah, only thing that's future-proof is the interior. Yeah, and but how it looks. You don't interact with those sensors on a good day. You interact with them every day on a good day. Hopefully not. Hopefully you don't know they're there. Whereas the interior. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Yeah. You see, yeah. But yeah, so the, F, the F-250, 1985 F-250 is timeless. F-250, you like how I said that? No, you, you, <laughs> know, what's, yes. you know what's timeless? Yes. is the 1935... Ford pickup. Also timeless. Yes. Yes, it falls in the same category. Yes. I would say so. Which I think it may have stopped raining. Did it? We'll have to check the radar. Yeah. And see. But, yeah, so it's, it's going to be fun. I'm actually going to, I'm going to try to make it um, raptory a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. So Raptory? Raptory is a word. Now. You're, you're going to try to make my truck raptory? I would try to make your truck. If you're going to build a second how? truck, I know exactly how I would make your truck raptory. How? Let's hear it. How um, would you make my truck raptory? So you already have that like triangular suspension thing, right? So we can basically <laughs> drop those yeah. springs and we can give your truck about two feet of travel in the back. So it's basically be a long trip. The next project, Mike, is 2020. We're going to go to Baja and we're going to take a 1935 Ford pickup LT long travel. Yeah. Yes. All right. That's that's the goal. That's All the right. plan. Yeah. If you say so. Yep. 2020. Big year, big things. All right. Whatever you say. Mm-hmm. You put the bill. Sure. Why not? That's another summer without vacation. It's what are right. planning now? <laughs> We're going to the Baja. In 2020. While, while you guys are doing the Baja, I'm going to be in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> They're so excited. 
They're so excited. They love what we trip. do. They do. They love. They love what we do. They're they're very supportive, and uh, very loving, very yep. caring, and understanding. Very understanding. And, yep. The most understanding you could ask for. Yep. And we really appreciate all their support. Oh man. Good. I like that. <laughs> yep. Are you got anything else today, Tom? I don't know. Do we? I got nothing. It's like a 12-minute podcast, bro. I know. <laughs> but we're dragging it on right now. I know. We so, so in the car world, there's not really a whole lot going on. Chevy is bringing back the Blazer, but sadly they're not doing that, what Ford is doing. Ford, actually the Troller is interesting. I, I did, We did a post about the Troller potentially being the, uh, if you don't know what that is, Google it, potentially being the new Bronco platform. Ford bought them back in 2004, I think. Yeah, no, something like and that. And then uh, they... In 2014, they did a big revamp, so um, if you want to see maybe what the Bronco looks like, people are, are guessing that that could be the platform that's going to be on. It looks very Bronco-y, actually. If you kind of, yeah. like, if you mess with it a little bit, like, it could be. Yeah. Um, It'd be an easy conversion. Yeah. I'm kind of glad, if it was that over the Everest, which if you don't know what the Ford Everest looks yeah, like. Yeah, oh yeah, the Everest, oof. You should go look at the Everest. If it was um, the Everest, though, they wouldn't have any market share. Yep. The Bronco would tank. Yep. It would fucking tank. They would ruin the brand. And there's the explicit rating. Bam, we made it 13 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> hey, I told you we should be done, but... It's true. He warned us. Um, but yeah, Blazer looks like they're going to put something between the... What is it? I don't even know. The tra- the Trailblazer and the Traverse is where the Blazer's going to sit. And it basically looks exactly the same as those two vehicles, but just smaller dimensions. So they're, in my opinion, Chevy's not really holding up. The original Blazers are legendary, just like the Broncos and like FJs and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, the Blazer and Bronco were always like sister vehicles. Yeah. Like competitive, but you know. Right, like the Camaro and the Mustang, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Chevy appears to not want to participate in that kind of uh, event or that kind of competition anymore. It's like a, an escape and explorer had a baby. Yeah, basically, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the Everest. Yeah, that's the Ford Everest. It's like, yeah, it's like a, a bigger Ford Escape, yeah. basically. Um, yeah, that's kind of the only real car industry news that I think is going on, really. Aside from Ford and the train station. Yeah, that's been the big hype, right? Yeah. Which, I guess, I feel like that means Ford's going to get into trains. I mean, it's possible. I don't have any idea, but there's always they, a possibility. They bought a train station. <laughs> If you bought a train without station. without a functioning railroad to it, all railroads are are little pieces of iron strips, man. They make cars. They make millions of cars a year. But, I think but they it's can all the it's all strips. the line though, right? You gotta buy all the property to go somewhere. Only the railroads, took, no joke, man. If they took Vanderbilt was rich for a reason. If they took half of their F one fifties and turned them upside down and laid them <laughs> as track. They could just have a piece of plywood as a train and float those suckers over there, okay? That's how many things they make. Just saying. <laughs> think outside the box, Mike. That's 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 your job at the Ford, is to think outside. I'm trying to help. I'm making you a better but employee. But trains are a joke, man. <laughs> All right, that's, that's a logistical nightmare. Well, I suppose. These days with land rights and things, it might be difficult. Maybe they'll make an air train. Which, as you know, we'll go back to conspiracies for a second. I'm a firm believer in the return and the, su- the successful, environmentally friendly transportation of airships. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. No, this has gone on for a long time. 
Actually, I have former employers that know of. I've talked about this ad nauseum with them. Of airships. Yeah, airships. Yeah. Blimps, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So if you want to go to San Francisco in like 12 days. Okay. Imagine this for a second. Okay. Just imagine this. Right. I'm imagining. You walk. Oh, I'm in, imagining. You walk into a Starbucks type of a thing, cart or you know, place. Yep. Okay. You sit down. You order your meal, and you leave the ground. And you start traveling. Three weeks later, you show up where you want to be. Who cares? You got Wi-Fi. You got like you you got everything. Everything you could possibly want. You just you're instead of sitting at home, you're traveling. To where? Wherever you your heart desires, Mike. But <sighs> airships. No. You could drive your car into a parking garage. In the parking garage. Oops. No, you couldn't. Could. No. Could do that. It's not. No. It's a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> well, we'll just have to see, I guess. It's not going to happen. Well, all right. You keep your wish, your dream to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm killing, I'm killing your dream here. Hey, if Elon Musk can make a Hyperloop and a boring company, why can't I make an airship company? Just saying. He's Elon Musk. Yeah, he's already got the money. No, he didn't. He came from South Africa. Yeah, well... He already has had made the money once, so he's lost it and then made it, and like he's fine now. You don't have the money to begin with. Now everybody else knows that. <laughs> Can't fake the dream. <laughs> but yeah, um, is there anything else going on? You think of? Oh, Adam. So a few people are out. Sal has stuff going on. Adam has stuff going on. Yeah, Sal claimed busy. Yeah. Um. So that's why, and we're basically focusing on the truck and Hard getting board. some other stuff ready. Mike's doing all the actual work, and I'm trying to figure out some logistics and uh, technology things along the way. So just so we have some. Oh, Mike, actually, Mike was on the news. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah um, Fox 2 came out, I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. One of those days. I did a little piece on the truck, so that's cool. I don't know if it's still up on Fox yet. Fox 2, I'm sure. Detroit Fox News, whatever. I'm sure if you search it. It's, Probably. uh, what was it called? It's it called some... Detroit Man. Yeah, yeah Detroit Man. Rebuilds. Detroit Man rebuilds 35 pickup for 5,000 mile road trip or something. Yeah, road Detroit Man. Yeah. Or something. yeah, something like that. <laughs> yep, so. Yeah. That's, uh, we posted that. That's on our Facebook and stuff, so you can find it. So now we gotta go. Yep. We're stuck. We are. We've We're announced stuck. it to people. And actually, Fox is going to follow up, right? Mm hmm. Fox is going to follow up. Cool. So. And uh, hopefully when the truck is ready here, we're going to take a road trip down to our jerky sponsor. Which yeah, I, Zix. I am personally very excited about. I love Zix. I do too. And honestly, like if they made us pay for jerky, I probably would still pay. I'd probably point. still buy it. Yeah. I would, yeah. I'd, yeah. It's a necessity. I would be okay with that. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, I guess maybe we'll go... See if it's gonna quit raining. If we can send the drone up, do another test drive, and uh, get some footage. We're supposed to make the uh, another episode for the Alcan Five Thousand on YouTube and Twitch. Um, now that we have some stuff kind of happening, we'll see if we can't get some clips for that. Cool. Let's do it. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Sorry, it's a little bit sloppier this time. Um, mostly, it's the car industry's fault because there isn't really that much interesting stuff going on. I'm just kidding. It's- <laughs> 
Although, I will say, like, I feel like the stuff that is happening in the car industry is not that interesting right now. No, there's nothing interesting. They're still, like, they're still um, putting Dieselgate front page because there's nothing more interesting going on, so. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't even know. No. Like, I'm waiting for interesting electric vehicles to come out. I'm waiting for something, you know, some interesting stuff going on with mobility, transportation. I'm just waiting for the next uh, Nissan Micro to show up. Oh, yeah. Is that even coming to the United States? Probably not. Oh. You mean the Sandeo, or Dacia Sandeo? Yeah, that too. We're waiting. We're waiting for you, Dacia Sandeo. All else fails, we'll take you to the Arctic Circle. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.